the perfect host show on DJN TV. Jim Cerrone coming up this week. We're on location, but still keeping in touch on social media. My friend Steve Sharp posed a question on Facebook, so we'll discuss that. Have some pickets for you in the music room and a relaxing moron marketing tip. Those are all coming up. To the perfect host show on DJN TV. I'm Jim Cerrone. This week I want to bring up my friend Steve Sharp. He and I have known each other a long time and he is a fellow musicologist. He's also really dedicated to his clients and he wants to give them the best event possible. The problem we're running into lately, and you might have had this too, is that sometimes the client's music tastes are pretty far away from what their guests might like. And we talked about how you deal with that. And Steve, again, I've known a long time. He really knows his music. Every decade, every genre, every style, he knows it all. So I started this week by uh, posing a question to him, and, and it's a question that I face a lot. I have a giant music library, and if you go back a number of episodes, we talked about Spotify and streaming. That's the future of how we're gonna consume music, and it's definitely the way our clients consume music, but for the moment, as DJs, I think we should still own the music that we bring. So I manage a gigantic music library, and that includes everything from top 40 to hip-hop and R&B to country to classical for the wedding ceremonies that I do, and there's a category that seems to get a lot of attention here in the Midwest, especially with my clients in Indianapolis, and that is what I call AAA, or adult alternative. Uh, it's a softer version of alternative music that includes artists like uh, the Head and the Heart, the Lumineers, and the Black Keys have a new one that's, that's uh, on the AAA chart. So I check that chart every week and we've discussed how I go through all the charts and I really try to stay up to date. What fascinates me as somebody who's been building a music library for a very long time is how people will find the songs that I don't have. Out of 50,000 songs in my library, and that's just in the laptop that I carry with me, obviously I have a lot more music in my library at home. But even with all the music that I have, people remarkably find the songs I don't. Just this week I was looking at a client's playlist and they asked for a Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweat song. I know of the group, very aware of them. I have 15 songs. The song they wanted was not one of the ones I had. Another group you may or may not have heard of, Moon Taxi. They're on the AAA chart, and because I subscribe and have a subscription to promo only, I get a lot of the AAA stuff, and I have a whole bunch of Moon Taxi songs. The client wanted songs I didn't have yet. I purchased them, and that's just the way I think you should do it. Because of the influence of streaming services, people don't have to be dictated to. And you remember I was in radio. I was a music director for a long time at a radio station. 
and that was majority rules. We did call-out research and auditorium research to find out the most popular songs that were popular with the largest segment of the audience. And that's all we played. We played the top of the top of the top of that list. And we dictated then to the audience what they would hear. Well, those days are long gone. It's, it's dead. So everyone brings their own sense of style, their own music culture that they create themselves on their own Spotify list. And again, they don't own the music like we do. They just pull it out of the air, and that's the future. But I started this thread by saying, it's amazing to me how people will come up with music I don't have. Not just groups that everyone might not know, but songs by those groups that everybody might not know. Steve asked a very perceptive question, and so I, I want to uh, pull that up. He said, how do you know when to gently suggest and advise to your clients that they may have gone too far into eclectic, possibly to the detriment of their own party? Or do you, number two, just shut up and play the requests they're paying you to play? What people don't always think of for their event is what music people will dance to. And sometimes we need to pose that question to them. We need to say, which of these songs will light up the dance floor? Or which of these songs will bring your friends running to the dance floor? Will your family dance to these? You need to sit down with your clients and really have a discussion. And if they give you a long list, and sometimes these lists come in at the last minute, as Steve pointed out. So even though we may have discussions with them early on, maybe the week of their wedding, they say, oh, by the way, we have a Spotify list for you. Has that happened to you? And those requests are not anything you've talked about before and, and some songs out of left field. So I think we have to manage expectations from the beginning and uh, find out from them what they want. If it's a full dance floor and that's important to them, that's what they're really looking for, then we need to give them gentle advice in, in a, a very non-threatening way of, of how uh, important it is that they pick songs people know. And when people say that they're tired of songs or songs are cheesy, we know that they work because they work, right? And especially now when everybody's music tastes are so scattered and there's no shared culture in what we watch or what we listen to, there are fewer and fewer songs that everyone knows. So we have to be really cautious with that. So. Uh, Steve has a couple of other comments. I loved how he said this. People who are this left of center believe they're not. And I think, again, that really goes back to how people consume music now. They don't listen to what's dictated to them, a very short list of top 40 songs or top 20 songs. They create whatever they want. And Spotify feeds that by then playing them songs like this. If you like this by this artist, you might like that. And so Spotify doesn't have a hit mentality. They play album tracks and live and acoustic versions, and you know because you've gotten these requests from your client. So we have to keep that in mind. Do I have any answers for you today? Not really. I just have a whole bunch of questions. How do you deal with it when your clients give you very diverse music lists? Think about it. Maybe you could create a music policy. Maybe you could structure your planning so that you're discussing this 
uh, uh, multiple times with them throughout your planning process and helping them think of what's important to them. If they want a great listening party, then that's what you give them. If they want a packed dance floor, then you help them get that, maybe by playing some of their favorite songs during listening times, like cocktails and dinner. We've talked about how important I think those times are for you to curate their music playlists as well. Coming up next, a few pick hits for you. I'm Jim Cerrone on DJN TV. DJ Event Planner will change the way you manage and run your business. Streamline all of your procedures and software into one easy-to-manage system. DJ Event Planner, the ultimate online planning tool. In the music room now, the perfect host show on DJN TV. Jim Cerrone with some pick hits for you. Following up their big hit, High Hopes, Panic at the Disco has a follow-up called Hey Look Ma, I Made It. There's a song called Undrunk by Fletcher, I think you should be aware of. Bibi Rexa is back with a song called Last Hurrah. I've Been Waiting by Little Peep, I think that's going to find its way onto our dance floors. Be Like Me, <laughs> Lil Pump and Lil Wayne together, you'll definitely want a clean version. I think it will not be one of your favorite songs, but I have a feeling you'll be getting requests for it real soon. My friend Paul Hoke reminds me that Pink has a brand new song out. And here's one that I think you should be aware of. Billie Eilish, I think is how she says her name, E-I-L-I-S-H. She has a new album that is uh, exploding underground. You may not have heard it, but if you have kids, your kids have probably heard it and are aware of her as an artist. Is it dance floor material? Not necessarily, but it's good stuff to know. Those are your pick hits. Coming up next, a relaxing Moron Marketing Tip, the perfect host show on DJN TV. It's Jim Cerrone on Disc Jockey News TV, the perfect host show with our Moron Marketing Tip. I want you to listen to something for a second. You can't do your best work if you're not at your best. And I'm not talking about being financially irresponsible, blowing a whole bunch of money or going into debt. But reward yourself for your hard work. Make sure that you put a little bit aside for a fun, for whatever that, that means for you, whatever fun or relaxation or a splurge means to you. Allow yourself that in reward for your hard work. That's your Moron Marketing Tip for this week. And that's the end of this episode. I'm Jim Cerrone on DJN TV.